Hey, what's up? This is your host, D-Knight, and you're listening to the Part of the Interaction Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is D-Knight, solo pod today. Uh, sorry, it's taking so long to get back to you. No, we've been gone for like a week or so, but your boy's been busy. Busy out here uh, doing his day job. <laughs> Gotta make these bucks, these bills don't pay themselves. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd do a little something different and maybe try a little Q&A session little fun today keep everybody's spirits up all my twitter peoples you probably have your heads in your hands right now you're like oh my god i can't believe you like bought bought the twitter like this shit gonna be a flaming dumpster fire should i leave should i stay i don't know Uh, i'm planning on sticking around for the time being Uh, i'll stick it out if you will maybe we can still do some good who knows Uh, we don't know what the future holds but Maybe we can make the most of whatever it is we have right now, right? Considering we only have so few options. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, let's get into it. Oh, and by the way, if you're not following me on Twitter somehow, it's a at Black Knight 10K. That's B L A C K K N I G H T 10K. Otherwise known as the guy who smokes random shit on the internet. But anyway, first off, we have a cat daddy that's at Twits Your Thing, who asks, how do you stay positive in the political hellscape we live in? We're constantly treading water against pure evil on the right, and it feels like things will never get better. Don't get me wrong, I'll always vote and vote blue at that, but I'm out of hope. Uh, well, for me personally, uh, I don't know what makes you think that I come across as a very positive person. <laughs> uh, in, in fact, uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm an optimist at all. Not, not saying that I'm a pessimist either. Um, somewhere in the middle. I, I am more of a, um, assess the situation, uh, make a plan and act accordingly type of guy, uh, whether things are, or, or going in, in my favor or not. Um, but I guess specifically as it pertains to these upcoming midterms, you know, I would say I'm hopeful in the sense that things will, will go in our favor, but it's based on data, right? Uh, you can look at polling all across the, the country that says, hey, you know, Democrats are probably somewhere between tied and maybe have a slight lead over Republicans on a generic ballot. Uh, but we have early voting data. It suggests people are turning out in droves. It's a record turnout so far in the states that do have early voting. And it leans, you know, women and Democrats uh, at the moment. And I get the one major takeaway that you can get from that is that um, despite the polling for Republicans to win, they're going to have to have massive turnout on Election Day uh, just to match Democrats. So, that gives you a sliver of hope to have a little more positivity uh there you go all right next up we have doug that is at lugster 187 l-u-g-s-t-e-r who asks will trump's base turn out when he's not on the ballot i have no fucking idea to be honest Uh, so far like i said we have record turnout in terms of Democrats voting early, it's going to take record turnout um, 
by Republicans on election day if they have a chance of taking the House. And I doubt they'll even manage to muster up enough votes to get the Senate. Um, the problem here is that there's <laughs> we don't have any data from past midterm elections that is that resembles anything remotely close to what we're seeing in these midterms. So it's impossible to predict, man. I, I don't know, man. You, just, you gotta talk to guys who do these projections for a living. It's beyond me. Alright, next up we have Bam. That's at Brian Doge Miller. B R I A N D O G E M I L L E R, who says the Pelosi's are fucking heroes. Amen, bro. We won't back down. Twitter handle at loves lizards one. Should I stay on Twitter? I try to fight back against injustice and cruelty, but get so little response. I think I'm wasting my valuable time. Thanks. Uh, yes. With the caveat that you should stay on Twitter for now uh, until we see how things progress under Elon's leadership or ownership rather uh, we don't know what the potential fallout will be of Elon's ownership of Twitter I mean obviously of course in the immediate it's not going to be good <laughs> like it's it's already it's already a net negative I mean advertisers are threatening to flee uh, it, it was like 24 hours uh, with his name on the dotted line and you're like oh there's there's you know 10 12 20x times more number of posts with like nothing but the n-word or like slurs against jewish people like all this nazi ku klux shit uh, uh, <laughs> it's not great i gotta tell you um but if we leave immediately while twitter still has this massive reach and influence and there's not enough of us to counterbalance the narrative and I feel like that could do more damage uh, in the long run than good, right? So, I, my personal opinion for the time being, stick it out, do what you can, make the most of it, and reevaluate, you know, a month from now, three months from now, six months from now, and we'll go from there. All right, uh, at bio Pat Addy. That's, B-I-O-P-A-T-A-T-T-Y says F. Elon Muskrat a cartoon waiting to happen agreed Deborah Johnson that's at Foxy DJ F-O-X-Y-D-E-E-J-A-Y asks who do you think the DNC bomber is well there's a lot of speculation going around that the bomber is female based on like gait and physical appearance and, and whatnot and obviously the the immediate conclusion is it must be Marjorie Taylor Green, right? The fucking internet troll of internet trolls. Um I don't think that's it. I mean I guess anything's possible. I wouldn't put it past her like fucking uh, you know member elect of Congress setting bombs at the DNC and the RNC. Uh, but I personally believe that it is likely someone affiliated with one of the uh, right-wing militias that attacked the Capitol on 1-6, or 
whether that be the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Three Percenters, uh, all those right-wing nutbags, you know, the guys who actually did the planning in the months before. I would imagine it's someone affiliated with those groups. Can't give you anything more specific than that. Like, hell if I know. It's just a wild shot in the dark. Alright, what do we have next? Um, Zypha Forest? Uh, bro, I don't really... Uh, is it like some combination of like a xylophone and phosphorus? I don't, I don't know what you're doing there. Uh, anyway, he asks, Is it part of the Democratic Party brand to avoid having a messaging clearinghouse like conservatives have? Well, sir... Um, the Democratic Party isn't a cult. There's not like one overwhelming ideology or, or messaging platform for like the left the way there is on the right. Because, like I said, we're not a fucking cult. Like the Fox News is of the world and like the right wing media, they all get to conspire together and make this one, you know. Mon- monotone message that they pump out to brainwash the public with and and that works because their audience is like middle-aged white dudes and I guess their spouses right I, we just don't have anything like that on the left it's you know you know it's composed of different varying demographics and different groups of people who have different experiences all across the country I just there is no like monolithic racial demographic in the Democratic Party for that shit to work. It just isn't. Like, if there was, believe me, someone would have come up with it by now. (laughs) Not gonna happen. It's unfortunate. Like, I wish we had that shit. Like, oh, someone to get together and, like, gamify the whole political landscape in favor of Democrats so we could just spit out these like, copy-paste messages and get it to work. But, like, Unfortunately, the shit is just more complicated than that. Although, with the way media is moving, where in the future, I mean, basically the atomization of the way people consume their content, um, the fact that there's no monolithic mega culture uh, where we all watch the same, you know, the same TV shows, the same movies, and instead, you know, there's there's millions of YouTube channels, thousands of popular podcasts, um, social media platforms. If we get to a point where we have enough diverse thought leaders out there engaged in, in their own independent media ventures, uh, connecting to their audience in their own unique ways, like that might actually be a way to benefit Democrats more so um, than the right-wing media complex benefits the right. Anything's possible. Like, that's not a prediction. Just saying that's a possibility. Actually, um, Heidi May has a good response to that. Where she says, God type messaging doesn't work for Dems because we're not a monolith. Uh, every community needs different messaging because they have different life experiences. Talk to your local Dem community to see what messaging works in your area. I mean, that's, yeah, it's pretty accurate. Like, even even national politics in some ways is still local okay so we have Tom at Mott Rod 1221 that's M-O-T-R-O-D 1221 asks is your podcast daily or weekly 
Well, sir, it is generally weekly, although we occasionally miss a week. But we often do enough content in one week to get you more than one episode per week. So, uh, I'd say hit the subscribe button. Just be prepared at any time. Thank you for listening. Uh, Jenny G, that's at Alt Jenny G1, asked, Phillies or Astros? Well, I don't know if that's who do I want to win or who will win. But I can definitely damn sure guarantee you that even though I don't watch baseball no more, I ain't rooting for the damn Astros. Because uh, they be cheating. Spartan Girl. That's at Susie underscore Beltari with two T's asks, What's your Halloween costume this year? She says she's going as a Supreme Court Justice. I'm personally planning to dress up as a random black guy. Uh, I should fit right in, you know, given that I'm a random black guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, all right, Miss Mitten. That's at Kursky underscore here asks, tomorrow, Michigan or Michigan State? Well, as I'm recording this, today, Michigan and Michigan State are playing. Uh, there are only two good teams in that conference, the Big Ten. It'll be Ohio State and Michigan. So I'm going to have Michigan by a fucking shit ton. Uh, are they playing right now? I guess I could look up the score. Um, let's see here. Nope, they don't play it until later. But by the time you hear this, I'm sure the game will have been over and Michigan will have won and I will have been proof to be right. Uh, go Jim Harbaugh, I guess. Next up, we have uh, at Niles5 who asks, can Warnock hold his seat? Well, sir, again, get based on the overwhelming turnout in early voting, especially in Georgia, I'm going to say yes, he can and most likely will. Uh, despite all the things you may or may not want to say about Herschel Walker, I, I, I don't want to get into that. I just hope that man gets some help. He he's clearly going through some shit mentally. Um, I don't want to talk about <laughs> I don't want to talk about the man's mental capabilities, but man, I worry, bro. He like CTE is real. It's real. All these dudes out here playing football, and I watch that shit every weekend. I feel so guilty now that I'm gonna fucking turn into Herschel Walker, bro. I can't. Oh no, I feel so gross. Ugh. Anyway. Right. Karen Fullerton 2 asks please describe the correct use of the word Negro well for the most part if you're white just generally don't use it that's, that's pretty self explanatory although there are circumstances where it is appropriate like um, you know if you're you're reading something where it, like it references the Negro as in like that's on the paper that's what it said like 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 if it's the name of an organization like the United Negro College Fund or something like that and that's where you the, the use is appropriate right otherwise yeah it's just, just don't I can do it you can't sorry them's the rules alright we have at Gwenny thinks who asks so we have West Coast Warrior Bitch drama between Poole and Green what say you Yo, that shit was fucking wild. Like, what? <laughs> why is why is Draymond out here punching dudes in the face? 
which is it's it's already strange enough because they've eliminated fighting from the NBA just altogether. Like the fight, it never happens. Like in these games, at least, no one will ever hit another player again in a game with their fist. Like put my name on that because the consequences are so stiff. Because after the malice in the palace way back in the day, they was like, oh no, we can't have the black people's running up into the crowd hitting these fans. Like no, no matter how egregious the behavior of the fans were. But um, this is different because like this wasn't in a game. This was like Draymond being Draymond and popping off on his own teammate. Like what are we doing? <laughs> Look, Draymond's in an interesting place in his career where he's getting older. He is no longer the physical specimen that he once was, and he is becoming even worse uh, over the player when it comes to at least scoring on offense, right? And Poole is a young guy who wants his money. Draymond is a legacy guy who wants his, you know, last big contract. And like tempers flare over this shit, man. Just, sometimes it was get out of control, and then you have Draymond who is just like a character of in his own right, like. That's what you get when you got Draymond on your team. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, expect crazy shit to happen when you put a jersey on Draymond and put him out there on the floor. All right, we have uh, at Ben Jacob Klein who has best hot sauce. Oh, man. It's tough. Like, I will just use a Louisiana because it's available. Uh, right now, I have some Uncle Ben's. In, in the cabinet ready to go for like some fried chicken or whatever you know, put your hot sauce on but I also love some Cholula it's probably my favorite uh, wait no not Uncle B- that's rice dog I got Frank's Red Hot <laughs> that's what I'm on right now admittedly a lesser Lesser version of the Cholula, but it's got a decent flavor. It's it's not that it tastes bad. It's just it's different. It's not not the same. All right, what do we have here next? Um, at BGLTD Select asks, uh, Will Elon bomb worse than North Korea? Uh, well, sir, I hope North Korea don't have them kind of bombs. Uh, considering Elon just spent. 30 billion dollars more on twitter than it was worth like like he instantly signed the deal and lost 30 billion dollars it's like when you roll your a roll a new car off the lot except like you instantly put a hundred thousand miles on it when you turn the corner that's what elon did so i would call that in itself a bomb a bomb and then apparently like part of his purchase agreement with twitter it didn't even include like a non-compete clause for with like fucking jack dorsey who was out here starting his own new shit <laughs> so if elon makes some decisions that tanks you know twitter's popular or rather twitter's user base and they all migrate to another platform possibly one started by jack himself like it would bomb even for like good 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 god this this dude man not not the genius that we gave him credit for huh didn't think this one through Mm. all right next up we have at maya j 1973 who asks 
What do you think is Musk's real purpose for buying Twitter? Well, Elon is friends with a bunch of right-wing nutbags like uh, Jack Posobiec and that crew. Um, and those guys' propaganda that they use on their fucking dumbass cult followers worked on Elon. They're like, oh, they build him up and you can be a warrior for the right, for free speech and blah, blah, blah. And you can be the man. Right, and then he, here he is being all rash and shit, not thinking things through, not considering the potential implications and consequences of your actions. Being a right-wing warrior sounds all great and shit until it costs you like a hundred billion dollars in net worth. <laughs> fucking moron. But yeah, I mean, he, he basically bought the thing that opened it up to the right. Good luck with that, buddy. Good luck. All right. Um, let's see. We have at Brandon E. Miller who says... When you see an old white lady like me, do you automatically think, eek, a MAGA? Well, I live in Tennessee and have my whole life. So I'm totally aware that there's like a 50-50 shot that like you might either fly a Confederate flag at home or you might like love you some black dudes. Like there's no, there's <laughs> like it's literally a coin toss. Like who knows? Right? But one thing I think that's different about being here in the South and, well, we'll say other places that have a notorious record of racism is that here, uh, we people remember that we fought a war for that shit, right? And we ain't going back. And people died and lost their lives. And they forgot. And we ain't either. So yeah, they keep it cordial because because they know we'll beat some ass. We got to. Okay. At one e a r h underscore minus asks, does Beto have a shot out there in Texas with all my exes, most George straight shit. Um. Oh, and my my co-host Ty Ross, she out there. Shout out to Ty. Uh, does Beto have a shot? Well, if if things are all fair, absolutely. But because it's Texas, I don't know, man. We got like rumors out here of like the voting machines flipping votes from from Beto to Abbott. As far as the early voting is concerned, I mean, there's some shenanigans and some fuckery going on with that. Like, I don't know how massive the problem is, but like, whatever the slimmest of margins are. If it's close, probably not. He's going to have to either blow Abbott out of the water or they'll find a way to steal this shit, man. I think that's that was the game plan once they saw how 2020 went. It's like, oh, let's accuse the left of, you know, rigging the voting machines to flip votes. And then they, you know, because everything is projection with these fellows. Maybe that was the plan in Texas. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Hoping for the best. Boy, is dope. Hope it pulls it off. We have at Grumpy Greensman who asks, are the Minnesota Vikings for real or a smoking mirror show with an epic second half collapse coming? Well, let's pull up their schedule real quick. For one, they're currently 5-1. They 
next six games or so, they play the Cardinals, the Commandos, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Jets, the Lions. You've seen Kirk Cousins play. Regardless of what you think of those other teams and looking at their records, do you do you think Kirk Cousins is good? Do you think he's going to go out here and win 10, 11, 12 games this season? Do you think he's going to lead you through the playoffs to the Super Bowl? Because I don't. Like I have no evidence. To <laughs> like I have no evidence, at least as far as the pass is concerned, as for the idea that that Kirk Cousins will do anything but win you 10 games in the regular season and then immediately lose in playoffs. That's, that's what I got for you. Uh, Cook is dope. Madison is dope. Your defense is all right. And also you relying on Kirk Cousins. And that's not to, not to say that Kirk Cousins is terrible because that's not what it is. It's just like you got like 15 other dudes in the league that are basically Kirk Cousins. And all those teams are mediocre. So there, there you go. Do I think they're for real? No. I just think they're ochre. I think we're going to cut it right there. Uh, hit like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Let me know if you like this new format. Maybe we'll do this. Ask me anything a little more often. Some bonus content. Just for you guys. Stay tuned for part two.